Hello and happy Be Happy Friday. It is the eve of the Final Four March Madness. It's finally here. It's been a good and amazing, thrilling, just upset-filled, Cinderella-telling three weeks of college basketball. That's what March Madness is all about, though. We had some uh, just crazy, crazy things happen at the Oscars with Will Smith and Chris Rock over the weekend. A lot of NFL trades to discuss, and the NBA season is winding down. We'll see where everyone stands in time for the NBA playoffs coming up in the next week. But before we dive into that, make sure you follow on any platform at Burgers and Brats. That's Burgers Ampersand Brats. Follow on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, Pandora, and literally anywhere else you get your podcasts. And follow on YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter at Burgers and Brats. And also, check out our betting platform at Burgers Brats Bet. Now, you guys can still sign up for this. Sign up for it. We got a lot of people signing up. A lot of people making a lot of money. Of the 18 entries uh, in March, you if you, if you would have made all 18 entries, you would have accumulated $2,800 from our sports betting picks. Yeah, 18 picks, $2,800 if you would have just listened to Cole and I and Burgers and Brats bet. So it's not too late. Go sign up now. <coughs> we are extending the Founders Special. This means the price will never change on you. Daily fee, $5. Full week, $20. The monthly, $75. Six months, $200. And the year, $350. These are super cheap prices go sign up now and you get an extra week of these that will never change on you no matter what no matter how big we get prices will never change otherwise the usual prices will be daily fee of ten dollars full week of 40 a monthly of 100 dollars, six months 400 and a year 600 dollars. so go sign up now you got that week of the founder special uh be making lots of money with us uh as you just as you just heard we made a lot of money and uh, the ins- we do have insurance, so any day that we do not profit, you get an extra day added to your package. So, for example, if you purchase a week and we do not profit two of the days, you will receive an extra two days in your telegra- in our Telegram. So we actually want you to profit. Uh, you can't lose. It's You can't lose in this. So go sign up now. Burgers Brots back. Go DM that page or the our main page on Instagram and Twitter at Burgers and Brats. So go go sign up for that. It's lot lot of sports betting, lots of money being made out there. So uh, before we dive into the sports, I just want to I just want to talk about what happened at the Oscars on uh, this past weekend. Uh, Will Smith and Chris Rock slap fest. Uh, did did not see that on my 2022 bingo card. Never saw that on any year of a bingo card, but it happened. Uh, I was not watching the Oscars live. I knew it was on actually though. But uh, you come on Twitter like, what just happened at the Oscars? Will Smith, Chris Rock, like, what are you talking about? You see the video like, no, nah, this has got to be fake. This can't be real. These are two actors with like well respected actors. Uh, there's no way these dudes would be having uh. Will Smith would just go up and slap uh, Chris Rock like this. But, no, uh, it is real. It was real. Uh, genuine reaction from Will Smith uh, after Chris Rock made a G.I. Jane, er, Jane joke at Jada uh, Smith. Uh, I mean, the, the joke wasn't too far out of hand. Uh, but, uh, I, for my opinion, 
both people, I think Chris Rock was wrong. Will Smith was wrong. So I mean, you talk, you talk, you talk the talk, and you get hit. I mean, you talk the ish, you get hit. So I mean, that's what it's about. And you can't, don't say it if you don't want to get hit. You just standing up for someone. But both people, they're both in the wrong. Offsetting penalties, nothing else should happen. Uh, they cleared, I, I, I assume they've cleared the air by now. I know they've come out and apologized on Instagram. And I, I think, uh, no other further action should be taken. Uh, it was just funny seeing this as Chris Rock is making the joke that Will Smith is cracking up with it. Uh, and then you see Jada making those, the eye rolls and the head turns and just a disgusting look on her face after the jokes. And then Will, ten, five seconds later, Will Smith is walking up. Uh, coming to smack, uh, Chris Rock, so, uh, extreme, extremely crazy times in Hollywood, <laughs> but what did Chris Rock think was gonna happen? He thought Will Smith was coming to get jiggy with it? No, he was, he was coming up there to hit you, you see the way he was walking up? Yeah, <laughs> oh man, it was, that was good, that was funny, but you're you're just, your jaw just dropped, like, did this really happen? A few days later, and I'm just like, there's no way this actually happened. Like, it, it, it's it's crazy things. But uh, my take, another takeaway from that, though, is um, the, also the memes have been really good. I, I love the memes from it. Um, but Will, Will, come on, man. You can't be taken up for Jada like that. When she wouldn't be taken up if the thing was in reverse. She would not be taken up for you if someone made a joke about you. Uh, and also, Jada's obviously cheated on Will uh, numerous times, and I just, I'm not a fan of Jada Smith, I do like me some Will Smith, but, uh, come on, Will, uh, she she ain't messing with you like that, or she ain't, she ain't gonna stand up for you like that, so you can't, don't be standing up for her, it, it goes hand in hand like that, uh, but uh, just crazy, crazy, crazy year that we, crazy times we are living in, uh, hopefully both these dudes can hash it out. Or maybe we'll see them in uh, UFC or one of those uh, boxing matches with Jake Paul uh, coming up. So that, I think we pay a lot of money to see Will Smith and Chris Rock uh, fight it out. But I don't think that's going to happen. But both people in the wrong. Uh, both people, no, no further disciplinary action should be taken. Uh, I don't think the Will Smith Oscar should be taken away. It's funny, he won an Oscar 20 minutes later, but I do not believe that it should be taken away just for that. Uh, Will Smith deserved the Oscar. And when the Oscars have given out uh, awards to Harvey Weinstein, uh, Kevin Spacey, and Woody Allen, and they have, I, I don't even know if they've taken them away, but uh, for Will Smith for just slapping some dude, I don't think that should warrant taking away the award. So. The Oscars out of the way. Let's move on to we'll we'll say March Madness for the end, but we'll go we'll start in the we'll go to the NFL. Uh, some major trades have happened over this past week. Tyree Hill traded to Miami. Uh, he's getting a hundred twenty million dollar contract, and five draft picks are being sent to Kansas City. I believe one or two first round picks, third, a uh, couple late rounders. I mean. You can replace wide receivers. I know Tyreek Hill is one of the best in the league. He he can be replaced. Uh, it any receiver can be, especially when they just got Juju Smith-Schuster. Obviously, Juju is nowhere near Tyreek Hill, uh, especially in speed wise. But he's a talented receiver, and you cannot pay a receiver one hundred and twenty million dollars if you're Kansas City, especially with Patrick Mahomes as your quarterback, who is going to need a lot of money. Just sign a lot of money. He's going to need even more probably. 
So you cannot pay a man that much money when you are set on the receiver end, on the receiving end of the players. So, yeah, if you want a Super Bowl contender, you can't pay a player that much money, uh, especially for a skill position player that's not a quarterback. Uh, Miami, uh, it's gonna it's gonna help them a lot. Uh, Tyreek Tua, Jalen Waddle, that's gonna be fun and scary to watch. Uh, should. Hopefully Tua can get accurate with his passes. Uh, I believe they won nine straight to finish off the year. So high expectations for Miami coming into the 2022 season. I'm excited to watch that receiving core and quarterback uh, trio. Uh, Bobby Wagner signs a five-year deal with the Rams. The Rams, they are unloading. They're still, they lost Fawn Miller, but man, they are getting their pieces back. They're adding additional pieces. They... They are looking to repeat as Super Bowl as Super Bowl winners. I know it's extremely hard as an NFL team to even make the playoffs after winning the Super Bowl. So just repeating or even getting there, it's going to be extremely, extremely hard. But the Rams are setting themselves up to do that, and I, I, this team can definitely make the playoffs because Seattle will not be. Uh, vying for a spot in that division. The Cardinals will be. And 49ers, we will still see with Jimmy Garoppolo. But uh, if they go with Trey Lance, I believe they will be out of contention. So, I mean, that's two other teams that uh, basically were playoff contenders. Or 49ers didn't make it uh, very deep into or made it to the NFC Championship in the uh, playoffs. But uh, Rams, they are looking good and set for the future, especially this year, to repeat. Uh, Bruce Arians uh, has retired as a head football coach. He retired from the Buccaneers this past week. And Todd Bowles will now take over. I really enjoyed, I, I loved reading why Bruce Arians decided to retire. He said that he was going to retire anyway next year. So why not let uh, Todd Bowles or uh, a minority coach take over, have a great year instead of maybe having Brady retire that next year, then they go seven and nine or whatever it is, eight and nine, seven and ten, and then just be a lame duck coach. Have Todd Bowles have success, uh, which they will with especially with Tom Brady as the head coach and put him put Todd Bowles in a great position uh, for success instead of like we see uh, with many African American coaches as lame duck or not getting their uh, due diligence with uh, being a being uh, being able to have or uh, apply for or even a throne to a head coaching position in the NFL. Like we just saw in, uh, as we've seen with Biennemi in Kansas City, as we just saw with the firing of the Texans head coach and Las Vegas head coach. Uh, so I'm, I really love that Bruce Arians, uh, gave Todd Bowles this chance. I know Todd Bowles is not a phenomenal coach, but we shall see. We shall see. He's got Tom Brady at the helm. Uh, we'll see if he can win with, uh, one of the best to ever do it. And then, uh, Patrick Peterson re-signs a, re-signs on a one-year deal with the Minnesota Vikings. So he is back in Minnesota. Minnesota's a scary team to watch this year. Uh, Kirk Cousins, uh, maybe above average quarterback. Uh, Dalvin Cook, great running back. See if that defense can step up uh, in Minnesota. But otherwise, that team, great uh, wide receiving core with Justin Jefferson. Uh, it, it It's going to be fun to watch in Minnesota for sure uh, on both sides of the ball coming up. And then one thing I haven't talked about, Deshaun Watson signs a five-year, $230 million fully guaranteed dollar contract. 
$230 million. I just said you couldn't pay a wide receiver $120 million. You can't pay a quarterback $230 million fully guaranteed. That that does put you in win-now mode, unless uh, Deshaun Watson still has to go through all these procedures and hearings with these uh, alleged or these uh, victims that have alleged assault against Deshaun Watson. But to sign a player, yes, he is a generational talent. He has not played for a full year. He still has all these off-the-field issues that he's had. Uh, to pay him $230 million is a bit steep for me. Uh, I think it puts your organization in a very bad spot while you have a good quarterback uh, who got you a playoff win for the first year, for the first time in, I believe, 36 years. Got you to the first playoff, got you to the playoffs for the first time in uh, 30 years. Uh, gave you a first road playoff win in at least 40 years and over a divisional rival who you hate. But you go get a guy who has alleged 22 alleged assaults, who has not played football in a year, who is maybe a locker room cancer. I uh, don't know that for sure, but uh, it just says extremely bad things about your organization that you throw away a winning a quarterback who has proven has been able to win for a guy who has just all these awful, awful off the field uh, alleges or alleged activities. And $230 million, that will set your... Yes, you have a lot of money as a football team. But this will set you back for a long, long time if this... Even if this works out for the first two, maybe three years, this will set you back for decades. Because $230 million, it's not easy chump change. This is a lot of money. This is the most money anybody's ever made on a contract in the NFL. Uh, and to have it all fully guaranteed is just remarkably insane and it's just insanity to me it is not a good look for the cleveland browns yes you can win uh maybe i don't i don't see you as a super bowl contender uh just because the west or the afc is just so tough this year especially with all these great young quarterbacks um but if you can make it that far props to you but this will set you back <clears throat> for years years and maybe decade to come uh, that is my two cents on that one. Uh, hopefully Baker <coughs> Mayfield gets a fair shot at another team. He's proven he can win. Uh, he did have soldier. He he's been battling a shoulder shoulder injury for the last uh, last season. So we'll see if that gets fixed. Um, I I think Seattle is probably the best option for him. Uh, it will be in rebuilding mode, but Seattle is looking like the best place for Baker Mayfield to end up. So. That is the NFL. Let's move on to the NBA. And it, the season is winding down. We have <clears throat> at least five games left in the NBA season. So the playoffs are coming up. It's been a very interesting uh, season, to say the least, in the NBA. <clears throat> I mean, the East has just been up and back and forth, up and down, just with teams who want the one seed, who want to actually make the playoffs. I don't know the longest time that a team has been the one seed, but it's definitely not been more than two weeks for sure. They're just switch, switching, flip-flopping around out there. Um, Celtics, though, one of the best storylines of the season. I believe they were they were they were underwater uh, record-wise, and they end up as the three seed right now, only two games back from the one seed. But uh, to go in order here, <clears throat> the one seed is the Miami Heat, followed by the Milwaukee Bucks, 
number three Celtics. The number four seed is held by the 76ers. And one through four is only separated by two and a half games. So there's still about five games left in the season. Uh, these can obviously just switch like uh, in an instant. Five seed, we've got the Bulls, who were early contenders, early leaders in the East to begin the season. Uh, the Raptors followed suit at number six. And then seven seed, we got the Cavaliers, eight seed, the Brooklyn Nets, and the nine seed, Charlotte Hornets. Uh, and the 10 seed are the Atlanta Hawks. So 8 through 10 are all tied at 9 games back. So they all have 40 and they're all 40 and 37. The Nets, Nets, Hornets and Hawks. 40 and 37. So one of these teams will or one of these teams will be playing two games or two of these teams will be but um, the Nets could possibly be pay, have to play two games to get into the playoffs and that is not where we thought this team would be uh, to begin the season uh, even though now they're down from they now they do not even have James Harden uh, so that is the Eastern Conference Western Conference one seed uh, different story it's been pretty much the same three four teams the entire season uh, the number one seed we got the Phoenix Suns uh, who have the best record at 52 or 62 and 14. Uh, the Memphis Grizzlies, just surprising stories uh, of the year. Uh, they are currently in the two seed. Uh, the Mavericks have now claimed the number three seed in the West. They are tied with the Warriors, uh, who have the four seed. The Jazz, who are the regular season team in the West, are, have the five seed. And the Nuggets at six. Timberwolves at seven. And then the Clippers have the eight seed. So, 1 through 7, those are going to be the teams that is locked right there. Those will be the top 7 teams. And then 8 seed, we have the Clippers, followed by the 9 Pelicans, and the Spurs coming, Spurs and Lakers tied at 10. So, Spurs and Lakers, they're going to vie for that last final spot. Uh, LeBron has been out with an ankle injury. Anthony Davis has been out since before the dawn of time because of his injuries. Uh, LeBron is uh, now questionable, uh, may most likely, or not most likely, but more than likely, or possibly playing tonight uh, in his game. They need him. They need him bad. Uh, Anthony Davis is a game-time decision, so we'll see if that he finally comes back. I mean, that is a major morale boost for the Lakers, and uh, Anthony Davis back will definitely put them into the playoffs. Uh, to end this season, I think they've got to move a few pieces, and uh, Vogel uh, most definitely more than 100% needs to be fired from the Lakers' head coaching uh, position. Uh, so that is the East and West earn uh, standings right now as we're entering the final week of the NBA season. So, uh, some games we got going on. Uh, Clippers-Bucks uh, tomorrow. Uh, we got Suns and Grizzlies tonight. Uh, this is going to be a phenomenal game. Suns are visiting the Grizzlies. I think the Suns... Uh, Grizzlies do have a little bit more to play for uh, since the, they're now they're vying for a two-seed, which... Uh, they they can or the Grizzlies are the two seed, so the Suns are the one seed. Uh Grizzlies are pretty much have that two seed lock in, so this game uh will be really fun. I think all the starters should be playing, but this is your one one and two best in the Western Conference. And whoever wins this 
Uh, they're going to be feeling amazing heading into the playoffs and maybe uh, feel this for a potential rematch in the playoffs. So who, whoever wins this is set up for uh, the next week or so, for the next few weeks. Uh, next we got uh, the Denver Nuggets, or the Timberwolves heading to the Denver Nuggets. Uh, six versus seven seed. Uh, Nuggets do have a three-game lead on the six seed versus the Timberwolves. Timberwolves have been... Uh, Pretty tough team to watch this year, or pretty uh, resilient team and a uh, tough team. It's It's been fun to watch them this year. But I think because the altitude and is at Denver, Jokic is uh, proving to be that MVP. I think the Nuggets get the win uh, tonight. Uh, Pelicans at Lakers. This is a major, major game for the Lakers because this is probably their most winnable game uh, of the last five. Uh, if LeBron comes back, Pelicans, I've got uh, them winning. And then... Just a few last week or two weeks ago, we saw the Pelicans come back from twenty three down against the Lakers at halftime. So we'll see uh, how much that plays into uh, this game tonight, and if this game can be uh, a lot closer uh, in the beginning. Uh, tomorrow we've got the Jazz versus the Warriors. So uh, these two teams uh, have a great shot at winning uh, the playoffs this year. Great. Uh, great seasons or great season they both had, but I'm going Warriors uh, tomorrow. Jazz have lost five straight. Uh, maybe <laughs> they've lost five straight games. So uh, make it six. It's hard to win at Oracle. Uh, no Steph Curry though, but I think the Warriors get it done. Uh, the Heat head to the Bulls uh, tomorrow night. Bulls who started off that great season. They have not. They are 0 for 13, I believe, against the top. Three or four teams in each conference over the season. I'm going Heat in this one and getting a big win at the Bulls to solidify their one seed. All right, then Sunday we got the three seeded Mavericks heading to Milwaukee. Uh, Milwaukee, they are now back to where they should have been uh, this whole season. They are the two seed in the East and only half game back from the Heat. <clears throat> Mavericks uh, pretty much had that three seed locked in on the West. Uh, it's going to be a fun, entertaining game. I, I I do see Milwaukee just had that big win against the Brooklyn Nets. I think on the road, uh, Mavericks they are a good road road team, but I think the Bucks do get it done. I think Luka does have a big game, but Milwaukee proves that Giannis is uh two, is a two time MVP. So I got the Milwaukee Bucks pulling out that one. All right, so that's it for the NBA. Season winds down. It's going to be fun playoffs to watch. So let's move on to On This Day in History. Uh, 1889, uh, the Eiffel Tower officially opens in Paris. Paris. 1513, the Spain claim Florida. I mean, they can have it back if they want. Spain, come get Florida back. You guys can have it. We don't want it. Take Florida man with you. And then 2004... Google introduces Gmail, which uh, they, they faced heavy scrutiny for. So uh, how's that working out for them? I'd say the haters were a little wrong on that one. Uh, then we got some birthdays to give out. Happy birthday, Christopher Walken, uh, Marvin Gaye, and Rodney King. Happy birthday to those, uh, the one that's still alive. Um, but make sure you follow. That is On This Day in History. Make sure you follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, Pandora, and anywhere else. You get your podcast at Burgers and Brats. And stay up to date with latest news on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube at Burgers and Brats. And sign up for that sports betting 
uh, at Burgers Brock's Bet. So, let's move on to March Madness. It has been a crazy March. Well, it's not April, April Fools, uh, but it has been a major, uh, major uh, tournament this year. A lot of upsets. I think there were maybe 10 perfect brackets after the first uh, day, first two days. So, out of like 25 million. So, it, it's just been a crazy, crazy March. So, a tournament with major upsets. And a possibly storybook ending. The uh, Peacocks couldn't get it done, but Coach K probably can. <clears throat> we had that major upset with the 15 seed St. Peter's over two seed Kentucky. Uh, St. Peter's, you ruined my bracket on day one because I had Kentucky pretty much going to the Final Four uh, in every single bracket. So thanks a lot for that. <laughs> but it was fun to watch the Peacocks. Uh, we had the first weekend, we had number one seed Baylor, num- number two seed. Uh, Two seed Auburn, who I had going pretty far too, losing Kentucky, losing obviously, and then number three seed we had Tennessee uh, losing as well. So, <clears throat> or number two seed or number three seed Wisconsin and Tennessee. So it was an eventful first weekend with lots of upsets. Uh, Gonzaga loses in the Sweet Sixteen. Eighty-eight uh, percent of experts put them in the Final Four. I put them in. The, I put them winning the championship in most of them, but. Yeah, every single one I had them in the final four. Uh, Gonzaga now has twenty-three straight appearances in the March in March Madness without a title. That is heading to one of the largest, longest streak winning droughts of all time. Uh, the record I think was twenty-eight from the Chicago Blackhawks. So, twenty-three straight appearances, no title to show for it, <clears throat> and their time is running out because these were the best years that they could ever do it. Uh, it is probably not going to happen for another, for at least over a decade for Gonzaga. Uh, they had their shot, and I think the door is closing. So we had three number one seeds lose before the Elite Eight. Uh, that was the most uh, in the tournament, I think, since uh, 1985, I believe. So that number three number one seeds are gone, and the final, uh, it, it's just incredible uh, that this happened. So a fun, eventful fill of March Madness. We're sad that it's gone. We'll see you again in one year. But for now, we got the final four to predict. So Duke and North Carolina meet for the first time ever in the NCAA tournament. Uh, it's just, it's just it's just fate that this happens in Coach K's final year. Uh, both teams split the meetings uh, this year. Uh, Duke. Uh, we'll start with Duke. Duke is thirteen and two in the last fifteen games. One loss coming to North Carolina. Mark Williams, Wendell Moore, and AJ Griffin are leading this team. Uh, but Pelo, uh, but I'm gonna I'm gonna butcher. I just butchered his name. Bonancho, I'm sorry if I butchered that. But uh, they'll be the deciding factor in the coach if Coach K is retiring early because this man is a monster. Uh, for Duke, uh, this whole team is filled with young guns, and they are playing great, great basketball right now. This Duke team, I I know they got a lot of haters. Um, I'm one of the haters. I but it's been fun to watch Coach K. Uh, this final year, and these young guys are, uh, just putting it all out there for Coach K, and uh, it's fun to watch. Uh, so heading over to North Carolina. Uh, Hubert Davis is proving to be one of the best hires in coach and uh, one of the best coaches in college basketball. Final four in his first year at North Carolina. Spent seven years under <coughs> as a North Carolina assistant. Uh, so he knows what he's doing in North Carolina. He knows how to he knows how to get this winning formula. 
he makes his guards play all the possessions, uh, have versatile big men. Uh, but one thing, uh, the Tar Heels are 84th in offensive rebounds. So they will need offensive rebounds to stay in this game. They will need those second chance points if they want to contend and stay in this game against Duke and their big guys. Um, Coach Williams uh, was never outside of the top 10 in offensive rebound and uh, offensive rebounding. So this team is 84. So it's a pretty big, drastic drop. Uh, but Tar Heels are winning games. They're shooting 11% more three-pointers. 11% uh, more three-pointers per game since uh, Davis has been the head coach. So live and die by the three. If these three ballers are, if these three balls are going in, Kentucky or North Carolina is going to have a great great game and lighting up coach k and the duke blue devils but if they're not falling obviously you live and die by it so 11 percent more is a lot more per game and you're not making them you could be heading home uh after saturday uh villanova uh they lose a huge piece of their team and justin moore due to an acl injury uh this uh in the elite eight uh, he averaged 15 points per game, so he's one of the leaders on the team, one of the best players on the team. Villanova <clears throat> uh, is the best free-throw shooting team in the country, and they are top 20 in offensive and defensive efficiency. So Jay Wright, he knows what he's doing. He's got two titles already looking for his next. Uh, one of the most underrated coaches in college basketball. Uh, we don't really give him the love and respect that he deserves, but uh, this man does know how to coach, and they're one win away from another championship uh run or another championship game so don't turn out villanova i know they're probably the least sexy team out there no one's really talking about them but uh they are uh, in the final four and they're playing great basketball on offense and defense and you win games at the free throw line guys uh final seconds final minutes you win making your free throws that's how you win games so they are in a great position against uh kansas who um, it's probably the most complete team in the Final Four uh, in the tournament. They had a 47-19 lead at the half in their first game against Texas Southern. They had 113 points on 100 possessions against the best defensive team in the Big East and Creighton in their next game. And then they outscored Miami 47-15 in the second half in the Elite Eight. So, uh, this Kansas team, <clears throat> they are playing great basketball uh extremely well fundamental and Bill Self, he knows how to coach, he knows how to win uh, they are looking for a big win in the Final Four and this team can definitely do it because they are playing uh, phenomenal basketball Probably they, like I said, just the most complete team in the tournament right now, in my opinion uh, they've only allowed 41.6% opponent scoring inside inside the arc since March 5th this is top 25 in the league so they're playing great offense and great defense. And Kansas is going to be a hard team uh, to beat. This Villanova-Kansas matchup is going to be insanely fun to watch. So, for my picks, uh, I've got Kansas being too much. Uh, playing great basketball right now. Where I stop now, Kansas wins 72-64 to over Villanova. Uh, also, and then next game. It makes too much sense for Duke. Uh, to reach the Final Four uh, in Coach K last year, in Coach K's last year, and not win it, guys. This is his, Coach K's final year. Uh, it makes too much sense for him not to beat North Carolina in the Final Four and reach a championship game. I'm going Duke, 76 to 69, and so I've got Duke versus Kansas in my final matchup. Uh, this is 
This is a tough pick. Uh, both these teams can easily just win this championship, but I am going to go <clears throat> with. This is a hard decision. I'm making this. I'm picking this right now. But I will go. Kansas winning in the 2022 March Madness uh, final, final, final championship game. So I'm going Kansas over Duke in the final. Coach K one went away from a career storybook ending, but <clears throat> a career storybook career nonetheless. Uh, so can I got Kansas beating Villanova, Duke beating North Carolina, and then Kansas beating Duke in the championship. So. That is my March Madness Final Four prediction. Uh, It's been a great episode talking NFL, NBA, March Madness, and Will Smith slapping Chris Rock. So, uh, moving into the final segment, who would I share a burger and bra with? Well, obviously, I've talked about this enough already today. I'm going with Coach K. It's probably the last time we talk about him on the podcast. Uh, This is the last time we talked about him on the podcast before his retirement this weekend. Uh, he's been a head coach at Duke since 1980. 1980, guys. Uh, five national titles, 13 Final Fours, uh, <clears throat> or actually more than 13 Final Fours, 15 ACC tournament championships, and 13 ACC regular season championships. So, just an amazing career. Uh, his record, uh, 1,202 to 367. That is a 77% winning percentage. Uh, and he's made the NCAA tournament 24 straight times. Only didn't make it because of COVID. So, <clears throat> your remarkable career, remarkable coach. Uh, giving my burger and brought to Coach K. Uh, we'll see what the Duke Blue Devils can do. Blue, Duke. Duke Blue Devils can do uh, this weekend, and it would be something if Coach K could ride off into a sunset on a national championship. All right, everyone. Thank you all for listening. Uh, make sure to follow on any platform at Burgers and Brought, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, TuneIn. Uh, stay up to date with latest news on Twitter, Instagram, at Burgers and Brought, and even on YouTube. And check out that Burgers Brought betting. Uh, a lot of money uh, that's been made over this past month. Of the 18 entries that we've given out, you could have made over $2,800. Yeah, that much money for 18 entries uh, just over the month of March. So sign up. It's a new month in April. April Fool's Day, guys. Uh, th- but that is not a joke. Uh, <laughs> sign up now for another great month of picks. Thank you all for listening. Take care. Stay safe.